Welcome to track number two of Lord, I Know You Need Somebody. Isaiah 41, verse 28. Okay? There was no counselor that when I asked of them could answer a word. Amen. So God is saying here that I'm going to give them somebody who is going to bring good tidings. So God is looking for somebody who preaches the good news. Amen. Amen. Number 17. Number 18. God is looking for someone to plead for God to stay his judgment on those who deserve judgment. Alright? Isaiah 63 verse 4 For the day of vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeemed has come. And I looked and there was none to help. And I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation unto me and my fury it upheld me. Amen. Isaiah 63 verse 5 I looked there was none to help and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation unto me and my fury it upheld me. There was no one to bring salvation. So God is looking for people who are going to bring salvation. Amen. Amen. Dr. Go, take over. Hallelujah. So God is God is looking for you. Amen. For you. Say he's looking for me. And what are you going to bring? Money? Prosperity? What are you going to bring? Salvation. Salvation. Amen. The the unfortunate development in the church. When I say the church, I mean the church. Is that now the message of the gospel has become an endangered species. To hear the message of the gospel. The message of the cross, the gospel, the message of salvation. Amen. Amen. Christ dying to save us from our sins. That message, if you visit 100 churches, you may hear that message of the cross and pain and loss and dying and sacrifice. You may hear it only in about one and a half churches. Amen. The average church is busily ministering fatness, prosperity, pregnancy, visa, cars, promotion, what else? Breakthrough, breakout, breakforth, break into break out of amen 
But God is looking for people who will preach the old time gospel. Amen. The old time message of the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the reason why you were selected to come and receive that anointing. To receive that grace upon your life to do that work. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. So when you go back to Isaiah 63, you see right there, you look at verse 4. It says, For the day of vengeance is in my heart. Hallelujah. And the year of my redeemed is come. So you see clearly two groups. The, the day of vengeance and the year of the redeemed. Amen. Amen. There are some people God is going to avenge himself of their stubbornness, wickedness, evil, godlessness. So, I want you to understand that the godlessness you see around and those who are unbelieving, who despise God, who, you know, speak anyhow about the church and about God and so on, and seem to be doing well, I'm, I'm here to announce to you that there are day is coming. Amen. A day is coming. And before that day comes, they may appear to be doing well. And God has set aside the day of vengeance. He's going to show them that He is God. He's going to show them that power belongs to Him. Amen. Amen. But there's also something there. It says, the year of what? My redeemed. Oh, what a blessing. My redeemed. So even though there are some people who do not want God, don't love God, don't like church, who are godless, who hate God, Thank God that there are some people who are God's redeemed. So as much as we have got the enemies of God, we also have got the lovers of God, the children of God, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the sons and daughters of God. Now, the, the, the reason why this concerns you is that the verse 5. So after declaring that there's, there's a day of vengeance and a year of the redeemed, then he said, he looked. Amen. He looked and there was no one to help. Can you imagine someone like you being chosen to help God? Can you imagine as we are here, there's a dispatch rider who just arrived and said that um, President uh, Atamels is doing something in the castle, something uh, medical, and he's looking for a nurse to help him. He's looking for a doctor to help him. Don't you think you would like to go? <laughs> or or, or, or the, the president's laptop is fault. And he has heard that there's a powerful IT guru in, 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 in Legon now. And you are the one. And they have come to call you. Would you not like to go and help? Yeah. How much more God himself. I said how much more God himself. But I'm, I, I want you to know that God's laptop is not fault. God doesn't have piles. God doesn't have chest pain. The help God needs is for people who will stand in the gap and declare that says the Lord. Declare the love of God. Declare the mind of God. 
declare the, the day of vengeance. God is, is looking for people who will stand and tell people that there is a day and there's a year. Choose one. Who will preach a message that title is the day and the year? The day of vengeance and the year of the redeemed. Choose one. I see you preaching powerfully. You didn't hear me. I said, I see you preaching powerfully. And that is the reason why you, you are the person that God can depend on. He tried everywhere. He went to town. Went to National Theater. Went to the marketplace. Flew to Kenya. Went to Ivory Coast. He found none. And then when, when his lenses zoomed in on you, he saw your heart and realized that you were ready to declare the good news of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So that is the type of person God is looking for. And he's looking and he has found you. He is not going to find you. He has found you already. He is not looking again. Since he found you, he became settled. That as for you, you will not disappoint him. As for you, you can be depended upon. Is it true? Or it's a lie? Or you are here as somebody who is interested, who wants God, who loves the work and so on. And then when you get your uh, 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 second class upper or first, first class. And you hear that Bank of Ghana is looking for first class. Then your eyes begin to twinkle. Twinkling eyes for dollars. Amen. But God sees you as a faithful person. Amen. He needs someone to do justice, to help him. I mean, I would... And, and that is a point Bishop was making this morning. That when you see someone doing something... So the person is a great person, it's a great church, a great ministry. The, 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 the immediate signal that comes is, oh, these guys are okay. Oh, these guys don't need anybody. Oh, but this, this, this pastor is a great man, he doesn't need any help. But if you look very closely, you realize that though he's a great man of God or great church or great man of God, that person needs help. I would never have even, I mean, for one moment... Imagine God needing help. God needing help. If I need help, we understand. Or, if you need help, we understand. But God, how many of you are ready to help God? You want to help God. Lift your hands properly if you want to help God. Amen. So, so he looked and there was no one to help. He said, and I wondered and there was none to uphold. There was nobody to uphold. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation unto me and my fury, mercy, it upheld me. So when God looked and didn't find anybody, he found his own arm. Amen. Amen. And I'm happy to announce that you are that arm. Amen. I said you are that arm. Amen. You know, many times when you read, read this verse, the person who comes to our mind is Jesus Christ. Oh? 
he looked, there was no one to help, and so on. And in his own arm brought him salvation, and that is Jesus Christ. Say amen. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah. But what you don't know is that everything Jesus Christ came to do, he came to do it as an example for you to follow. Nothing Jesus Christ did was to be done by him alone. Every work he did, he did it so that we might even do greater works. Amen. Amen. He is not the only person who was crucified. Others were crucified. And Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. That means that you can be alive and still be crucified. Amen. That means that you can be alive and still be crucified. You can be alive and be dead to the things of the world. You can be alive and be dead to your own dignity, your own honor. You no longer walk about touting your honor and your first class and your second class and your third class lower and your past. You are bragging with your past that you got from the university. Amen. Everything Jesus did, everything Jesus did, He did it so that you might also do. Amen. Amen. So, He was crucified and Paul was also crucified. That we might also be crucified. He carried His cross. I would have thought that He was the only one to carry a cross. But He said, if anyone, if, 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 when we did ad maths, there was something called IFF, if and only if, IFF, if anybody wants to follow me, if anybody wants to come after me, let him first of all deny himself, which is the same thing Jesus Christ did in Philippians 2. He denied himself and came down. And took upon himself the form of man. God becoming man is self-denial. You are also going to find yourself in a certain place in life that normally you would not be. But because of self-denial, you are going to be there. Yeah, normally you, are, you belong to the Bank of Ghana type of people who live in residential area. Normally you are in the four-wheel drive category. Normally you are in the, in the, in the, in the uh, uh, four children category. But a day will come, you will find yourself having to give birth to only one child. Because Ale, the money which is there, if the children become two, there will be chaos. God is looking for people who will be like Christ. Are you ready? So it is true that his own arm brought him salvation. But, uh, but the point we are making here is that after Christ coming up as God's arm, other people, he, 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 he became God's arm so that others might also become God's arm. The point I am making is that everything Jesus Christ did, he did it so that others might do. He healed the sick. So that others might heal the sick. The only thing I know is that he's the only one who raised the dead. Nobody else has raised the dead again after Christ. Is it true? Oh, have some people also raised the dead? Oh, I see. Oh, so even raising of the dead, apart from Christ, others have raised the dead. 
Oh, then you can preach the gospel. I said, then you can preach the gospel. Then you can minister power. No, I thought that he was the only one who raised the dead. So I'm, there are some areas where it's only Christ. But if others have also raised the dead, then I see you with your church. Hey. I said, I see you with your church. I said, if others have also done the same thing Christ did, then I see you sitting on top of a hill with your disciples seated and listening to you. It shall be your portion. That is the reason why God needs you. He went into your class. He went into your year group. And he saw that the guys were all money-minded. And he was surprised. What a shock. What a shock. What is your name? Kobe. Ah, he went into Kobe's class. And the first angel who went to the class came back and reported that, God, all the people in the class are money-minded. This type of bankers, chartered accountants. Ah, are you sure? He sent another one. Go back and look well. That's why they looked and everybody was into, you know, uh, America, this type of London, uh, Germany, what? Career seeking, this type of um, self-development. No, God said, no, 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 no. I am sure I planted somebody in that class. Not knowing that when the angels went to the class, Kobe had gone to urinate. <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> so when God despised, by the time the third angel went to the class, Kobe had... Did you poo-poo or you went to urinate? <laughs> Both, both. <laughs> Front and back. So the third angel went and noticed that that guy, so, so God was right. God knew that it's not possible that everybody in the class was money-minded, career-minded, this, that. He knew that he had planted Kobe in the class. And Kobe has now become his own arm, which will bring him salvation. And I see you also being the one selected in your class. So that is the type of person God is looking for. Please sit down. Understand it. Understand it. That God has, has, has find, found you as a person who will one day and now say the gospel, preach the gospel and be God's helper. God's helper. When people are working in the bank, they say they are helping God. When people are sharing contracts at AMA, they say they are helping God. When people are cutting the grass, they say they are helping God. What a shock! When a man is marrying four women, he says he's helping God. Yeah, because God made a lot of women, and are you aware that the ratio is not one to one? There are more women than men. So if you marry five, you're actually helping God 
to secure the woman to establish the nonsense. Stupid. You are the one going to find the real thing that must be done to help God. And the real thing is not sharing money in the bank. The real thing is not marrying four women to, 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 to bring about gender balance. Noises. I said noises. One of these days we shall see you holding your Bible. With 50 people seated in front of you. And when they ask you what you are doing, don't even say you are preaching. Say you are helping God. I said, don't say you are preaching. Say you are helping God. Say amen. And they'll be shocked. Because, Charlie, many of you, there's no one who would have thought that you would be a pastor. I mean, Charlie, Charlie, your record, no. I say your record. I say your record. Your record. Before you came, your record. And some of you, even while you are still around, cry. Even the blood of Jesus, what it has done. Despite the blood of Jesus Christ, it's not easy. How much more without the blood? I said, how much more without the blood? But no matter your history, no matter your weakness, no matter your handicap, you are going to hold the Bible. Because what you don't know is that sometimes it is the ministry that becomes the exact panacea for your weaknesses that would have destroyed you. I said, being a pastor, being a shepherd, is what is actually going to be the killer of that virus that is, is, is plaguing you. Without the ministry, sin will just destroy you. Without the ministry, you will not be a correct person. Some of you would, would, would die of HIV, would die of all kinds of things. But the ministry, the ministry, you, you have no idea. I told you this one that we are prone to foolishness as young people. But when you are in the ministry, when the work of God has arrested you, as when the work of God has arrested you to become a helper, one day, one day, a brother we have been praying for to get a job and uh, to, to sit down, to get a job, to, to, I mean, to, to, to do well, God bless him, he got a job. And uh, after a month or so, I don't know what type of job, but he bought a motorbike. Hey! Hey! When he sits on the motorbike and he wears his shades, that is, I see you, you don't see my eyes. Two weeks after buying the motorbike, the guy stopped coming to church. I'm telling you, true story. See, what I'm saying is that when you are a helper of God, ultimately you are actually helping yourself. Anything you do to help God, it's not because God really needs help. God wants you to help Him to help you. There's nothing you have that God doesn't have. He gave it to you. That gift, He gave it to you. 
he can also anoint someone else any little thing you will do in the house of God for the kingdom of God it is for your own good for your own sanity understand this very well so this brother became prosperous by mistake not not because some people become blessed by mistake amen sometimes God makes a mistake and blesses some people he should not have blessed yeah he makes a mistake to give people husbands he shouldn't have given them makes a mistake to give you uh, first class it makes a mistake so in the bible you see that god says and it repented him god regretted that he had even made man so this brother stopped coming to church because there was there was no there was no work he was doing to help god one sunday we were in church and we saw the brother on his bike came to pass in front of the church what a shock because we thought that he was bringing the motorbike to the church because it is through the church through the pastor's prayer and intercessions and interventions that brought him the bike so we thought that once he had got the bike he would bring you to church not only he was passing he passed and went to a motorway around our church there's a big motorway going to another part of Accra, Ibru area there and he hit the road with the shades I see you don't see my eye glory to God within 30 minutes news came that a car has crashed him on the road they, they, they collected his meat like 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 that was when I got to realize that but those who were in church who didn't go out it's not because they didn't have motorbikes or they didn't have cars but there was something that was keeping them in the church there was something that may, may there be something that anchors you I said may there be something that anchors you the help you are giving to God is an anchor will your anchor hold in the storms of life when they yes unfold their wings of strife when the strong tide breaks and the billows roll will your anchor oh drift of every let's start again will your anchor ask your friend ask your friend will your anchor hold in the storms when the clouds unfold, their wings of strong. When the strong tide breaks and the billows roll, with your anchor trip of every. You are doing well. Sing it again. Sing it. Come on.
up to God as someone who brings the good news of the gospel, what you do not know is that it becomes an anchor for you. Amen. And that, be humble enough to know that you have nothing to offer God. Even though He wants your help. Yeah. It's like, when you were a child, a small boy, your father may be maybe cleaning the room or digging something and he just call you to help him. Uh, Daniel, uh, sweep, uh, take the broom and sweep. Do you really think that you are sweeping? In fact, you are, you are causing more confusion in the room by sweeping. But he just wants you to feel that you are doing something. Because perhaps as you are around, it is the sweeping that will bring you closer to him so that you will not drift away to play outside for a snake to bite you. So the help he is looking for is help that eventually will help you yourself. Through the work of God, through the ministry, you will become a little wiser. A little wiser for your own life and for your own good. To know at least, to even know who not to marry. So you will not, you will not equate a good husband to a man with a baritone voice. Hi baby, hi baby. Once you hear hi baby, Charlie, I've got a nice man. Put your hands together and let's receive Bishop. All right. How many points do you have? 19. God is looking for someone to pray for healing of those who have been wounded in the battle. Hmm. For I am with you, Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 10. I am with thee, said the Lord, to save thee. Though I make a full end of the nations, whether I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure, and I will not leave thee altogether unpunished. For thus saith the Lord, thy bruise is incurable, and thy wound is grievous, and there is none to plead thy cause, that thou mayest be bound up, Thou hast no healing medicines, and all thy lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not, for I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of thine iniquity, because thy sins were increased. Now he says that in Jeremiah 30 verse 12, Thy bruise is incurable, thy wound is grievous, and there is none to plead thy cause. That thou mayest be bound up. Thou hast no healing medicines. Amen. All thy lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. For I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy. With the chastisement of a cruel one. For the multitude of thine iniquities. Because thy sins were increased. Amen. Once again... It's showing that in every kind of a problem, there is often nobody available who can really, really help. Are you listening to me? And the, this is one of the things that happens when you work for the Lord or when you go as a Christian. You experience what we call the wounds of the enemy. 
and Satan wounds you. So as you keep going on in the church, you can expect to be wounded, offended, hurt by something or other. It's normal. And we need people who are going to look after people and counsel them when they are wounded. Now, what you must realize is that there are some wounds that only come because of the work you are doing. That is why you must be careful when you are judging somebody. That it is not what you know, but what have you been through, what have you survived. Amen. Are you there? Are you listening? So ladies and gentlemen, what God is saying to us is that there are many people that are wounded, wounded by the enemy. And there must be pastors, teachers, advisors, counselors ready to help overcome those wounds. Amen. Number 20. God is looking for somebody who is going to help to deliver depressed and tormented backsliders from their misery when they remember their good times in the Lord. Lamentations chapter 1. Jerusalem, I'm going to just read verse 6. The daughter of Zion, all her beauty is departed. Her princes are become like hearts that find no pasture. And they are gone without strength before the pursuer. And Jerusalem remembered in the days of her affliction and of her miseries. All her pleasant things that she had in the days of old. When her people fell into the hand of the enemy. And none did help her. And the adversaries saw her. And did mock at her sabbaths. Amen. No one helped her in the days of her affliction and her miseries. Now do you know that most members of a church are former members of another church? Huh? Most members of a church are former members of another church. And what has happened is that they were hurt in the former church. And then they've come to the new church. Yeah. So you must decide amongst yourself not to allow yourself to become one of these kind of people. You just move from place to place based on what you are hurt about next. And then you go to a new place and then nobody knows you. Alright, so what happens is that there is a church, somebody is offended, he moves to the next church, and then he moves on again. Alright, and usually when somebody is offended in one church, there is nobody close enough to explain things to the person, so that the person doesn't backslide. Amen? Are you listening? Yeah, there's nobody nearby, nobody who can talk to the Christians explain things to them, teach them the word, and so on. So, they just go off into the deep end. And some people even do not become, leave Christianity altogether. Because they are so offended. I know somebody was going to leave 
Christ because her father had died. So you need to have, we need to have people who are there to counsel during the misery and the afflictions of the people. Amen. Amen. Number 21. God is looking for someone to deliver people from their reproach and other evils. Amen. Lamentations chapter 5. Remember, O Lord, what is come upon us. And behold our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers. Our houses to widows, to aliens. Verse Lamentations chapter 5 verse 3. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money and our wood is sold unto us. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers have sinned and are not. And we have borne their iniquities. Servants have ruled over us. And there is none that doth deliver us out of their hands. Let's see. Servants become pastors. Many, many pastors are... In the secular world, they will not have been more than a houseboy. Yeah. Many people who are pastors would not have been more than a houseboy. And that is why their ministries are characterized by certain things. That is why they use money, dressing, cars, houses to dominate the people and to show them that they are above the people. It's true. Because, because if you are not educated, if you are not educated, you can't be educated at a point. But you can have money. And when you have money, you can intimidate and frighten anybody with a type of car, a type of house, a type of dressing. Yeah. And... Everybody will be afraid of you. It's a fact. And God is not also a fool. He would also have loved to have an educated person or a disciplined person as his representative. Yeah. God would have loved to have a disciplined... A disciplined person is somebody who can stay, who can go to school. You see, when you, when you don't go to school, when, when you go to school, one of the main things you get from school is discipline. Even to finish the school, you need to be disciplined. Because you easily feel like leaving the school. So the fact that you finish the school is a message. You didn't finish the school 
It's another message. Amen. Amen. So that is why we ask, what school did you go to? What school did you go to? And then we ask, what course you did? And ask, how long was it? Because someone said, oh, I went to tech. What course? Oh, diploma. How long? One year. It's different from somebody who went to tech for three years for a university degree. As against a one-year diploma. Yes. And somebody who went to Bible school for four years is different from somebody who went to school for a, a three-month course in pastoral ministry. Or nine months. There is no good profession that the course to do it is even a year. There is no good profession. Piloting. I mean, maybe to be a bus driver. You know, you, 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 you have a short course. Ah. Two weeks course. Amen. So how long was your course? <laughs> Ask your friend, how, how long was your course? <laughs> I know you went to tech, but how long was it? I know you were in Legon, but which Legon primary or which one? <laughs> eh? How long was the course? Six months. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> what a shock! So that is why when you watch television and you see a pastor preaching and you are tempted to pass a comment, switch and watch cartoons. I'm saying that you who know a lot, you who know enough to criticize. I'm saying that when you see and you are tempted, should in case some temptation comes, switch towards watch what Tasmania. Amen. Because you see, what you don't know is that that comment and that flippant remark you are going to make is what is going to boomerang back into your life as a case. Yeah. Because the people who did the four year courses are looking for MTN job. No, I'm just saying that tomorrow when you read the daily guide and you hear Pastor impregnates 16 year old girl. Be careful. Be very careful. Just move to the next page and read world news. Amen. Because what you don't know is that as you are walking about reading page one, God is already very angry with you. Especially if you are listening to this CD. You especially, you, you are the one I'm talking to. In your room, as you are listening, in your car. I'm speaking to you. 
that the next time you, you, are, you are tempted to pass a comment, remember that retribution is being poured from heaven over your head. Don't you think God would also love to have um, a, a lawyer or an, 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 an architect as the pastor of the largest church in Ghana? A pastor who is disciplined, done architecture for seven years, studied day, night, day, night, four, four, four days, uh, uh, days and nights, no sleep, drawing. Don't you think that is the pastor who would be very good at having all nights? <laughs> No, think about it. I know you are intelligent, so I'm analyzing this with you. That don't you think that pastor would be the most appropriate person? A pastor who can stay up day and night, day and night, day and night, five days. Don't you think that pastor should be the one to have four day camps? I'm explaining to you. Darling, listen, 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 you are the one I'm talking to. That is why God has brought you here. There's nothing jocular about this meeting. <laughs> God is very serious. He's so excited that at long last, you go to town. The average, just close your eyes and let a small boy point to any signboard of a church and open your eyes. That pastor is likely to be uneducated. Or some two by four, class four, or whatever. Or you, you go to the pastor and ask him to read one page of a book. There will be, there'll be, there'll be problems. So when God found someone who has done a four year degree course in the university, God became excited. Wow! You can also, some of us are still sick. The school couldn't cure some disease. You still think that it is Mercedes Benz, you must die before you die. Mercedes Benz or suicide. You commit suicide. Because God has no intention of giving you a Mercedes Benz when you should be in the village preaching. So I won't be surprised that you will commit suicide. 
that at long last he has found a pastor who is going to use the church's money to buy land to build a mega cathedral and not invest it into cars and blinks and all this type of paraphernalia. He finds it a great thing that at long last a servant will not be a pastor. That he invests into you. Book after book. He anoints a man. He anoints bishop. He anoints him to, to, to stay up day and night and write books. For you to get the books to read. He anoints him to stand on his feet day after day. Having camps here, camp there, camp there. Some people even have camps. They don't even, it, it, it doesn't even occur to them to record it. You, I'm telling you, you have no idea how blessed you are. They just go and speak and leave. But he anoints someone who makes great investments. A, a continual dropping of investments in your life. That when you finish, say, no, 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 no. Ministry, I, I, I've got a certain peace in my spirit that I'm not, I'm, I'm not the type of person who should be noises, stupid. Amen? 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 Tell your friend that you too can be used by God. Tell them you are not above the ministry. Other person, you, you, who are you? By the way, who are you? And, 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 and what do you have? Who are you? Stupid. So you see right there, look at verse 3. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. It means the mothers are not widows, but they are like widows. The mothers are there, the father is there, but the father doesn't even know that he has got a daughter like you. Yeah. Some of you may never know limited. The day you find out, you, you, you say, What a shock! Like widows, we have drunk in our water for money. Our wood is sold to us. That is the worst form of. I mean, it, it actually describes the third world country. Actually, yeah, the word I was going to use isn't a very good word. Yeah, but you, you have a, we 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 have the people being described here, Africa. Where your gold is sold to you, your chocolate is sold to you, your wood is sold to you. Yes. If there's a place to do ministry, it is in Uganda and not Massachusetts. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians. And to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. It's like the life you are living, you, I mean, other people benefit from your efforts. You sweat and toil, and, and, and other people rather uh, drain you. Other people derive their pleasure from you. And many sisters are like that, and there are about 17 of them here. 
That's why I, I really thank God for this particular camp. Because this camp is marking an end of a certain area of your life. Yes. You will no longer become dessert for a married man. When he finishes eating, then you will come and use it for dessert. That's the necessary. Are you the one the pastor is talking about? Ask your friend, do I look like dessert to you? from their reproach and from their other evils. People are, are, are disgraced. People have reproaches. Family background, academic background, educational background, and there's no hope. But you are the one God is looking for to send a, at least a, a little sense of dignity for the person to receive Jesus Christ, for the person to receive the Lord, and, and at least say that, oh, at, at least if my family is, is not even any proper family, but the grace of God, I am, I am I'm a pastor. But the grace of God, I know Jesus Christ. Some of you, it is through the church that you will eat with fork and knife. What a shock! Um, no, you know yourself. Clap your hands for Lighthouse Chapel International. Church, sit down, sit down. Church that we, we, we have we have dress codes. Yeah. So you don't know what is even formal attire, official. You just, you just mix everything that you, are, you just wear. But the church, the church has removed some reproach from your life. That this grace has been taken away. And God is looking for you also to take the reproach from that other person. Are you going to allow God to depend on you? Can God depend on you? Can God trust you? Put your hands together and let's receive this of Hallelujah. Alright, sit down, sit down, sit down. What a shock. Number 22. God is looking for someone to show compassion to the rejected ones. Wow. Ezekiel 16 verse 1. Again the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. And say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother a Hittite. As for thy nativity, in the day that thou was born, thy navel was not cut. Neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. None I pitied thee to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou was cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day 
that thou was born. Amen. Amen. No eye had pity on you when you are at the stage of the most, the most vulnerable. So God is looking for people who will have pity on vulnerable people. How many realize that you are vulnerable at a certain point? Now, when you watch pornography, they, they write on it, I, I don't know if uh, they, they write on it, but that's what I'm told, they write on it, that harmful, harmful to people below the age of 18. Is that, is that what is written? They write on it. Harmful. a certain stage of your life and you watch pornography read pornography engage in pornography in any form of fashion you, you, you the Bible says that when you were born okay, there was nobody to wash you with water or to wash you with salt salt was to kill germs you get it. Now, when you are a little baby, all that we need to do is to hold your nose like that. Finish, you are gone. If you drop the baby, you can die. Become a mentally retarded child or a cripple. You just have to drop the baby. You don't have to do anything, just like that, it's finished. Yeah? You just have to drop a baby and it's over. Yeah. So there is a state at which you are harmed permanently. Now, some of you here have engaged and, and allowed yourself to be affected and harmed by certain things. And some of you have been harmed from a certain stage in your life. Yeah, you are harmed. That is why you have you are masturbating all the time. Because it is, it is not normal to, be, to masturbate. Yeah. It is not normal to masturbate. Okay. What was the verse in Job? 26. Check it out. Job 26. How thou hast counseled him that hath no wisdom, and how plentifully declared the thing as it is. What a verse. Yeah. Amen. So, if you didn't have scripture union, Leaders or ally leaders or somebody at a particular time of your life to tell you this is bad. A boy should not look at this. Then you keep looking. 
That is why many of you have a problem with masturbation. You have even masturbated today. What it is is that, you see, when we get on to a certain point, when we come to the second camp, I will show you certain things. But what I want you to realize is that there is a stage at which you are harmed permanently by being involved in certain things. And somebody who talks to you will prevent you from being harmed. But I, I want you to know that masturbation is abnormal. I'm telling you, it's not normal. Young man, especially. It's not normal. So if you are masturbating, so I'm here to help you. Okay, so that you bring it to an end. In your life. Okay? And it is possible to end it. But that abnormality has been introduced into you because at a certain stage, maybe there was nobody. It's true. There was just nobody to guide you when you encounter these things. Now, ladies also masturbate. What a shock! Now, yours is even worse. Because, because, no, listen, you see, when people are shouting, eh, you know, like even when they are singing a song, you realize that you don't know the song. And it's as if they are singing, as if everybody, but you don't know the song. When they are shouting, as if they are shouting, so just be quiet and listen to things that apply to you. Yeah. When you see somebody shout, maybe he doesn't masturbate. He hasn't seen it before. But you, it's your practice. You see, it's your practice. So, when they are shouting, when they are shouting, quietly sit down and don't be shouting, listen, and I'm talking to you. You have been affected by a disease. That God is trying to set you free from at this camp. Yeah. It's true. It is, and it will affect you until you die if you don't work on it. You have to be cured of it. You have to believe God. You have to use your faith. Every spiritual power to be free from that thing. And, and fornication, all these things, they are, they are all difficult things, but it's possible. To, to come away from it. It's possible. Amen. Amen. You understand? But I tell you, you see, that is why recently I, I, I know somebody, he, he, was, uh, he was having sex with some boys. You know? Now, 
when he was uh, when, he, when he the boys grew up almost I mean years later they took him to court and they put him in prison now the reason the reason is that what happens is that your, your anus okay is meant for feces it, 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 the functions you, you, you see you will be laughing, you will be worried. We have sent missionaries who have had to come back because they are homosexuals. I'm telling you. So listen to what I'm saying. It's not just talking. I'm not just, all, all the things I say are not jokes. I'm, I don't joke. I'm, I'm always serious. I'm always, anything you see me say, I'm serious. There's nothing that is a joke about anything I'm saying or doing. I mean everything I say. Even when I chat in or I say something, it's serious. Sometimes I'm prophesying. I'll just close my eyes and I'll say something. I'm prophesying. So there's no aspect about what I'm saying that is a joke. So take it seriously. Okay? Now, they put their guy in prison. Why? Because at a certain stage, when you introduce to the person that this part of your body it's a sexual part, which is abnormal. You can develop a taste. You see, I'll show you, for instance, like if you take alcohol, beer, you get it, beer, alcohol, these kind of things. If you don't know the taste, it's not a temptation because it's like chloroquine, it's bitter. So the body acquires tastes. For abnormal things that are not normally good for it. Or even that don't immediately appeal to it. So if you, you, your child goes to school and you, 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 you think, you, see, you, you, you think it's not you. But remember the first thing I told you at the camp. That somebody cursed, he said that you will give birth to an evil son. And that son will cause rivers of blood to flow in this nation and that is exactly what happened you can give birth to a son he will come back to you and tell you that he's a homosexual why? because somebody met him and there was no shepherd there at that time when he's very vulnerable because those of us who are not homosexuals when you hear somebody saying that he's a homosexual ask yourself a man's anybody has wiped with the toilet paper and there's still some there because after you have wiped if you like check later on and wipe you see that something brown is there you understand what i'm saying <laughs> no i'm not joking no you you may be joking i'm not joking now this place which has feces and even tissue will be there is the desire of a man that of the whole doesn't like all the beautiful girls. What he wants is that anus that is smelling. Now look, when you look at it, you realize that there's something has been changed. Something has gone wrong. That is why they will take you to if they they will take you to court when you are below a certain because they say that if you do it to the person at that point, it, it changes. He changes and he's affected till he dies. So you, you, you may think, he, oh, I won't be a shepherd. But you may give birth 
to a child and send your child. So I'm sending my child to infant Sepem Secondary School. By the time he comes back, your child will tell you something. You'll be surprised. Hey. What? What a shock. And your son will get married to a man if he can go to America. You see your son as the bride. And, and the bridegroom is an American. I tell you. I see, I'm explaining something. There is a stage of vulnerability. That is the stage which God calls us often to minister to people. And say, go to my people. They are small. They are children. Uncle James, who used to minister to me, he will pack his car, Datsun 140J. 140, color yellow. And he will pack it in front of the chapel. And all of us will be in scripture union. When we finish and we are working out, he will be sitting in his car. You can go and talk to him. He came to us at the state of vulnerability. Yes. May God bless him always. At the stage of vulnerability. And that is what that is why when he says, Lord, I know you need somebody. I mean, I would love to have a crusade in tech this year, UCC this year, Legon this year. And then some of the other universities. I would love to. And then also, I would love to go to Achimota School, Infantipim for a Crusade, Augustine's, Hall, Ho Secondary, Pandu Secondary. I would love to go. But you see, literally, I literally do not have the physical time to be able to do all these things. It's just not realistically, practically possible. I'm telling you, you may never know. But, so that is why you, you, you point at us and say, you are doing something, but what we are doing is so small. It's so small. It's so little. It's nothing much compared to the work that has to be done. Now you sit there and you wouldn't go to a school. You know, you wouldn't go to a school, a school where they are making the boys into gay. Boys, they are, they are turning the little girls into something else. People are talking to them. You know, one, one lady told me something. She said when she was in secondary school, the Catholic father brought an apple and, and told them that your life is like an apple. And when you are getting married, you must be like a complete apple that is being given to your husband. And that when you sleep with men, you are like an apple that has been bitten one year, bite, 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 bite. And then the beaten one is given to your husband. That is what it is. And she said, she said, listen. She said, that picture stayed in her mind. And it made her maintain herself as a virgin. She never slept with anybody until she got married. Because she always had the picture that the Catholic priest had told her that is a picture of an apple. So when she told me, I said, wow. This is very powerful. Now, God is looking for somebody to go to the school and tell your life it's like an apple. Don't let people take bites of it before it's your turn to be given to your husband. But you won't do it. You say your, your goal is your goal is what? In, uh, uh, information, technology, systems, career, 
development, what have you. You are doing masters at Methodist University, masters at SDA, Valley View, masters at Central. You are doing technology, what? What, 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 what? Eh? Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't give yourself to, to the Lord to do His work. You wouldn't. You don't want to. You, you, you don't want to do that. Huh? You don't want to do that, isn't it? Okay. 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 Be there. Yeah. Be there. Be there. Look after yourself. I'm going to give you a verse in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And I'm going to go all the way down there. Have you found it? Deuteronomy 28 verse 45 Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed because number one, thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandment and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Why? 47 is the best. Anytime I mention it, you just circle it. Because there he's telling you why. He says, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. And with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore thou shalt serve thine enemies. Which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness. And in the want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck. Until he have destroyed thee. Now, notice verse 47. You wouldn't serve the Lord. You wouldn't serve the Lord. Then the Lord shall make you serve your enemies. In hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, in the want of all things, until he have destroyed thee, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy head. In the evening you shall say, I wish it were morning. And in the morning you say, I wish it were evening. And the Lord shall make the heavens above as a powder, and the ground below as a brass. And your lives are hung in doubt. Before thee, you will be uncertain 
about your future and your life all the time. Why? Because you wouldn't serve the Lord God with gladness. You don't want to serve God. But you've got to serve God. You've got to give yourself to Him. You've got to realize that God is calling for people. He stretched out His hand to you. He's inviting you. The theme of the camp is clear. Lord, I know you need somebody. And your answer must be, you can depend on me. I'm here. You can depend on me. You can depend on me. Period. Now, I was given a point earlier. He said that, did you see that point before, just before I went out the other time? He said that, servants shall oppress thee. Do you remember that point? Hmm. Which one was that? Yes. Servants have ruled over us, and there is none that deliver us from their hand. Many pastors are actually originally servants. I personally know how pastors were house boys. Yeah, they were house boys in the house. I can mention churches. The pastors have no education. They were either house boys, house helps, and drivers, what have you. And today, educated graduates attend church and they oppress, not the oppressed, but they leave them with money. And you may criticize them, but God may not criticize them at all. Yeah, because you, you, you are too nice. You are too good. You are going to work for Tigo. Instead of working for the Lord, you, you are going to work for MTN. Because, because they brought a cable from America here, underground. No, MTN have also brought one. Yeah, they brought, I saw it on television. They brought a cable under, under the sea. Cables are coming for more jobs for you. You can be checking on the cable under the water. You swim there, you swim and you massage it, you wipe it. When a shark has bitten it, you just wipe it a bit. One day, I met a man whose son had become a homosexual. And I felt so sad. Eh, you cannot cannot imagine when you look at your child and your child has turned into something. Wow. And you see, those of you who don't have children, you will not understand the last part of the Bible until you have a child. When you have a child, you understand how in the Bible people brought their children to Jesus. And then a man brought his son. And a man brought a daughter. And a woman said, my son, my daughter, you will not know. But when you have a child, you will realize that your life shifts from you and even your husband or your wife to my child. My child. Everything is your child. And the child will grow up and turn into something before your eyes. And you say, from where is this? And the Lord will say, you remember, when I wanted you to speak to little ones, you wouldn't. Because you wouldn't serve the Lord your God with gladness for the abundance of all things. You shall serve your enemy in nakedness, in hunger, in thirst, in blindness, in the want of all things. Until thou beest destroyed and you shall put a yoke of iron upon your head. Yeah. 
until thou be destroyed on the earth. So brothers and sisters, watch out. Because you may never know why the Lord is calling you. There is a reason. And God is kind and loving. But at this camp, I sort of feel a kind of warning spirit. Seems to be warning us. Be careful. When he's calling you, just make light of it. And you just, you know, despise the call of God. I think you should be a bit careful. I think you should be a bit careful. Because you, you make light of it. The Bible says they, he called, but they made light of it. Make it as nothing. It's not nothing. No. It's, it's the main thing. Yeah, it's the main thing. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay. Good, good. Hmm. Number 23. God is looking for somebody to deliver the sheep from being devoured by the devil. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 34. Because there are no pastors. No pastors. No pastors. People don't want to be pastors. You want to become manager. Officer. You are joking. Ezekiel 34 verse 1. The word of the Lord came unto me saying... Prophesy and say unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds that do feed themselves. You eat the fat, you clothe you with the wool. The disease have you not strengthened and healed. That's fine. They were scattered. Because there is no shepherd. Ezekiel 34 verse 5. They were scattered. Because there is no shepherd. God is looking for shepherds. Amen. And they became meat. To all the beasts of the field. When they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every hill. Yea, my flock was scattered. None did search or seek after them. They became Meat. When I was in secondary school, I went to the toilet and the bathroom. They have drawn ladies' private parts and labeled part of it as meat. <laughs> hey! What a shock! Meat! Yeah! They've labeled part as meat. Yeah. Oh, you have not seen it before. Then, then you went to an American school. 
they became meat to all the beasts of the field. Oh. But a nice daughter to the world. She has become a meat. Where is my little girl who was sitting here? Oh. I need you nearer my God to thee. Quickly. What a shock. Now, a nice little girl become what? Meat. Ooh. Is it right? It's not right. Some of you, you will not reap it yourself, but your children will reap it. You will become a manager. You will work at a bank. Your office will be made of glass. But your child will fall prey to hunters with bows and arrows, with fishermen, with hooks. They will hook the hearts of your daughters and carry them away to a foreign land. And you will mourn for them and cry. And you will say, what has become of all these lovely children that I brought into this world? Yeah. Watch out. Because you wouldn't give yourself. You sang the song, here am I, send him. Them. Them. Send them. Send somebody. But not me. Send, send, send them. Send them. What cause did you do? Physics. What is physics? What is physics? What is physics? What is physics? Because of physics, you you you, you will not serve God. And what cause did you do? Nothing. Nothing. And, and what about you? Nurse. Wow. And, and what cause did you do? Medicine. So you are a doctor. Future doctor. Wow, big man. Tell him shake my hand. You are shaking it too. What a shock. big man. He said, no, you should have said no, no, please. You are rather say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what course did you do? Information systems. What? Information system. Information systems. What is that? Huh? 
And you did what course? Huh? Petroleum engineering. Petroleum? Engineering. Petroleum engineering. Go to the oil rig. Go. Go and drill. Go and drill. This is not a career development camp. Over here, over here, all careers are considered as done. And, 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 and all careers are considered as done. Here. And in heaven too. When he goes, Lord, I did physics, I've come. I did physics. Lord, I'm a nurse. I'm coming to nurse Jesus. Jesus' wounds. After 2,000 years, do you think they are not healed by now? As soon as we finish this session, as soon as we finish this session, okay, I said that, I said that here all courses are considered as done. As soon as we finish, listen, as soon as we finish, and it worries you. You find your bags. And then you get the registration desk and say that I came to the wrong camp. I came to the wrong camp. We have another camp for you. Okay? That one is a career camp. And we develop careers. Here, okay, we are looking at something that, Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. Listen, you can depend on me to do physics. Okay? As soon as we close, as soon as we 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 we, we finish. If it is difficult for you, then you came to the wrong camp because the career camp will be coming on maybe in about two or three weeks' time. Okay? And we have a lot of speakers that can help to develop your career. Lulu, you have a career camp, please. So start your registration immediately after this session for career development. Because we also need some of you to become millionaires. But over here, I have not, I'm not interested in anything. You see, I did the highest course in the university by the grace of God. So all other courses, do you understand? You, you won't even get medicine to do medicine. In our time, only 50, 50 people do medicine. The whole country. Tech, there was no medical school. In tech, there was no medical school. There was only one medical school in my time. There was only one medical school. And I went to that medical And I was the fifth person to, in the whole country to, to be admitted in order of merit. So... Your course is... What, 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 what was I doing? Nursing. Huh? Nursing. And, and you are doing what, what course? French and linguistics. French? Parlez-vous? Pierre Essédou? Pierre Essédou? And you are doing what? Biological science. Biological science. Wow! So don't see me as an enemy of your course. What it is is that you've come to the wrong camp. And I'm not against your course. I'm not against your call, but in this, you see, if I go to a doctor's forum, 
when I come and they said the doctors are having a discussion on some case. All oh, the professor, this, 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 that. Okay, somebody is presenting. Okay, the patient presented with symptom pain here, uh, uh, colicky pain, fever, uh, running temperature of this, that, that. And if some signs, we had this sign, that sign, different things. And then I come and I say, oh, so Ezekiel uh, chapter 14, the people, the people will shout at me and say, huh? Look, here we don't have any church, any church, church, we don't want any church, whatever. Ezekiel, you are at the wrong place. That is why I am also telling you that you are at the wrong place. You have also come to the wrong place. It's the wrong camp for you. You have come to the wrong. What a shock! I can't see the shock. You come to the wrong camp. Yeah. The camp, that's why the, the, the aim of the camp is not camouflaged. The aim of the camp is not camouflaged. It's not that we'll be doing something and then be coercing you slightly, massaging you before you realize you, you are working for God. No, no, over here, physics is, physics is like, it's done. Medicine is done. Nursing is done. In three weeks' time during the career camp, during the career development camp, <laughs> during the career development camp, that is when, that is when your biological science will be, and petroleum engineering. But here, we are reading Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Isaiah. Hey! All these things are good. They have no value at all. They have no value at all. Yeah, so if you came here for another reason, I also, where I used to work at Kolebu, I was quiet like a lamb. I never opened my mouth because I knew over there, we don't say amen. We don't say amen. We don't say praise the Lord. We don't say hallelujah. It's not wanted. It's not accepted. It's considered as stupidity. Stupidity. I'm telling you, I remember one of the doctors on our ward, uh, uh, who works in the church, she, she, she went to work one day and then the professor asked her, so, eh, so are you a shepherd or a sheep? And I said, are you a sheep or a shepherd? What are you? That's a doctor who has come to work. Make fun of us. They told, they said to me, they said that those who speak in tongues, we need to have encephal, uh, electroencephalography on our brain to check and we will see abnormal wave patterns whilst we are speaking in tongues. They should check us. Delta waves. Yeah. So my friend, it's not that I'm trying to revenge. No, no, no. No, 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 no. What I'm explaining to you that in three weeks time the career camp will be there so as soon as we finish this session what are you going to do register deregister and carry your bag you can take your change it's three three days camp if you pay 30 cities you take 10 off and you take the 20 and you go to the gates okay okay and you can eat before you go here we are talking about working for God. Oh. There is no career development here. Yeah. And those of you who say you are pros- prosperity oriented, 
make sure you have a new car as you are working because in future if we see you pushing any car and old Volvo we shall laugh at you proper proper properly make sure your carburetor is working make sure you get a new tire for your car okay yeah there is no career development here here we are interested in ministry and i'm serious okay i'm serious okay thank god for your courses thank god for your courses Sit down. Number twenty four. God is looking for somebody to raise up fallen virgins. Fallen virgins. How many have already lost your virginity? Only three. Only three people in the whole church. Now it's only six. Only 17. God is looking at you. I say only... (laughs) Okay. word which I take up against you even a lamentation, O house of Israel the virgin of Israel is fallen she shall no more rise she is forsaken upon her land there is none to raise her up there is nobody to raise up the fallen virgin now every virgin who has fallen can be raised up yeah is it good news? Yeah. Uh, because the Bible says there is nobody to raise up the fallen virgins. So if you are a fallen virgin, you are being raised up at this camp. Yeah. Don't bring up that issue again. From today you are a raised up virgin. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So, if somebody asks you whether you are a virgin, you say, according to Amos chapter, is it Amos? Amos chapter 5, verse 2. I am raised up. And I'm a raised up virgin. Resurrection virgin RV. I'm an RV. I'm an RV. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. 
I tell you, this God is looking. You see, when a woman or a man sometimes has lost his virginity, sometimes they become disoriented. Yeah, sometimes you see that ah, and and you look at many people use those things as reasons for their misbehavior. Ah, I was there when this was what they did to me. Because of that, since then, my friend, look, look, we are no more accepting that as a reason for misbehavior. You are an RV now. Tell your neighbor, are you an RV? Amen. Don't use it as a reason to continue. Because there is a difference between a woman whose virginity is broken and a woman who has slain many, many men. The numbers are of importance. Yeah. And numbers. Yeah, you, 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 you may say, you know, I have broken my virginity. It's different from the numbers of people. Because I didn't say, you see, don't, don't attribute it. I don't know anything. I'm also just equally going through life and discovering. But the Bible says that many mighty men had she slain. Hmm, it's not just one or two. Many mighty men, not boys, men. She has slain many. So the numbers are also so. If you see that the virginity is gone, then let it end there. But don't continue to slay many. Yeah. Okay. Because what what is going to happen is that. One of the people that you will sleep with, right, will be carrying something. Yeah. Not, not even viruses or bacteria. No, not even physical. But a spirit. One of the places that evil spirit enters is through the vagina. Go and read Revelation chapter 18. Stop pulling, oh. Stop pulling. I'm not joking. One of the places through where the uh, evil spirit enters is through the vagina. The Bible says that, Oh, Babylon, the great has fallen, has become the hold of devils because of her fornication. So you see that through fornication, you become a hold or a cage of evil beds. Beds. Dr. Go will remember one day we, 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 we were on the stage and somebody said, A bed has entered the head. Yeah. Uh, evil spirits are also see, seen as beds. Beds. Flying creatures. So f- a flying creature will enter you and you don't know which person is carrying that. People are afraid of HIV, but we should be more afraid of the beds that people are carrying. I tell you. See that from that time, you are not normal again. You may never know limited. 
Yeah. So stop using that as an excuse. Say, I'm, I'm not a virgin, so I'm going to carry on doing whatever with anybody. Anyhow, as you keep doing one after the other, sooner when you sit down and take paper and pen and start checking on the list, you, you, you see that you are an accountant and the list is not adding up. You see that you have left out a whole year of activities. Mercy. So, don't use it as a reason. But remember, God is looking for somebody. Ladies, oh, me, I met when I was a young, vulnerable young man. I met a nice lady. And she, she rather taught me how to have my quiet time. Ah! She taught me, she taught me purity. Oh, oh so many pure things I know about Christianity. Anything you do, she told me, anything you do, there must be a verse for it. So I went to the race course and she asked me that, what verse did I use to go to the race course? So I, is there a verse in the Bible about... Then she told me I should read First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22. It said, abstain from all appearances of evil. I said, wow! So that it's not necessarily evil, but it appears to be evil. I said, wow! This is what she taught me. She taught me how to read my Bible. She taught me holiness. In thoughts. Everything. What a person to meet. When you are at the vulnerable stage, talk to me about God. She said, let's go, 31st. I said, oh, I'm with my... She said, we have to go. She carried me to church. Not to her bedroom. No, not to her bedroom, to the church. And she took me to action on a Saturday afternoon. And she took me to Calvary Road. Where I was trained how to, 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 to pray. She, she, these are the good things that she did for me. What about if you, you let some... But some of you, if you meet somebody, the person is dead. I tell you. Huh? You, the girl, you are wild. You are wild. I've slept with boys and nobody knows you. Even your roommate doesn't know who you are. It's true. Wicked. Wicked. Liar. So God is looking for people who meet people at the stage of bathing, stage of vulnerability. Shepherd the people. When you don't meet people at that age, before you realize you are a masturbational professional. Two times a day, three times a day, you are masturbating. Pornography, lust, sex, everything. Boys. Ooh. Hmm. 
God is looking for somebody to raise up the fallen virgins. Mercy. How many numbers do you have? 25. God is looking for somebody to be a shepherd to the troubled sheep. Ask ye of the Lord. Amen. Ask ye of the Lord. Ask ye of the Lord. Hallelujah. Ask ye of the Lord. Ask ye of the long rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds. Verse 2. For the idols have spoken vanity. And the diviners have seen a lie. And have told false dreams. They comfort in vain. They went their way as a flock. They were troubled. Because there was no shepherd. Troubled sheep. God is looking for somebody to help the troubled sheep. Amen. And number 26. God is... Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. And number 26. God is looking for more workers and laborers to help the weak sheep. Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 to 38. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Amen. What is your problem? The point is, God is looking for workers to help weak sheep. Weak sheep. Weak. Weak sheep. Sheep who are weak. People are weak. God is going to use you to help people that are weak. Amen. What do you think? Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers. Finally. God is looking for somebody who will prevent the people from being scattered. Amen. Ida, you got to sing now. <laughs>